0: cool to me to, and I hold on to so much stuff from my wrestling that uh, I have the card from when I wrestled Undertaker, I have uh, posters, I have all the posters we've been on, I have all my figures, and I have them not for me, but someday I maybe want to hand them to my son and say, hey, here, and if he wants it or not, but I've been given the opportunity to give that to him, and uh, he's one of the biggest fans in the world, so for him to be able to see what i've done and uh the person that it's made me uh i i can't uh can't really describe it it's it's i guess if i had a goal in life it was to be as good a dad as my dad and i think i'm on my way <laughs> and uh I guess for me to be able to do that, it's super special. <laughs> as much as you know, you want to talk about like John Huber's a, you know, as a person. Huber boy too, Brody Lee, Luke Harper are all Jonathan Huber, and I'm that because of those three personalities, I guess. And professional wrestling made me what I am. It's uh. It's very powerful.
1: Uh, Welcome, everyone, to Three Count Thursday. Um, Obviously, this is a very different beginning to the show. Um, Unfortunately, over the six years of this program, we've uh, had to remember wrestlers that have, uh, left this planet. Um, this one feels different because this, this wasn't a, um, legend in, in like the late stage of their life. Uh, this is somebody that, uh, was cut down in their prime. Uh, Jonathan Huber, Brody Lee, Luke Harper, of course uh passed away saturday at the age of 41 um you know usually when we, when we do these sort of things um you know i run down accomplishments championships stuff like that uh i think i think we know um you know on on the biggest stage um on on the indie stage i i, I think we're 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 fairly well aware um and I had I had them written down but um you know b- before obviously before we're recording this this is Wednesday night and and we watched I watched the beginning of uh, Dynamite tonight and I saw a widow and I saw two kids young kids um and uh like it's not fair <laughs> and you know we, we we talk about social media and uh, the wrestling presence on social media and all of that a lot and um what it negatively what it can be in a negative way and saturday when i saw the news um like i had i had tweet deck open on my computer i was working on uh a couple different uh, things and tweet deck updates it it's it's constant it's in real time i i literally could not read a single tweet before it disappeared off the feed and they were all they were all like good and positive and um yeah like the, so it just this one this one feels weird and and different and and you know multiple days later um it's still like it's it's just it's not it's not okay like this one's this one's not okay. Um, you know, I, I can't, and I'm not even, I was, I'm not even the biggest, uh, you know, I was not the biggest, uh, you know, Brody Lee. I didn't, I didn't know the Indies. I, I, I learned who this man was with the Wyatt family. So, you know, my, my timeline is a lot shorter than a lot of people's. Um, but that, you know, the clip that we played, the 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 countless stories i've read over the the last couple of days it's it's not even about the wrestler like this is this was a good man like like uh, you know this one this one hurts on i feel like on a different level and this is somebody i didn't even know you know and and um I, i i don't know who wants to talk next um Tim go ahead because I mean I, I I don't know but we're, we're gonna we're gonna do that we're gonna talk as, as ever long as this takes and ever long as we want to go uh this is this is this is important
2: yeah um so I I followed Brody a little bit in the Indies just because of my connection to Chikara I knew that I knew Brody I knew he had a fantastic look and I was not surprised when he got signed. Um but as you mentioned it's not we're not it's not about like the way we knew him was through the wrestling. Mm-hmm. But uh through it all it's more of just the the storytelling of the of those that knew him. Um Big E has been a phenomenal read the last three days talking about his relationship with brody with harper with john i don't know him so i'm not calling him by his real name Uh,
1: yeah yeah, i get it
2: that's the exalted one mr brody leave to me (laughs) and uh but uh E talking about his connection with brody is heart-wrenching like everyone has had like the most positive most genuine reaction to like him as a person and um they talk about it a little bit during the AEW broadcast but the only other times I've ever heard somebody be like unanimously talked about in this sort of light was when we tragically lost Eddie Mm -hmm. and we tragically lost Owen. Yeah. And to, to share uh, the, the billing of even being a wrestler in the same sentence as Eddie Guerrero and Owen Hart is one thing, but as far as the stories go, to be put on the same pedestal as a person and as a father, as Owen and Eddie, that is probably a bigger and better legacy than Brody could ever leave in the ring. Like, just seeing the outpouring of love from Both, quote-unquote, both sides of the aisle.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, People give WWE a little bit of flack for, like, they didn't do enough for Brody to to remember him. But in my mind, it's actually big of them to not, because that's AEW's wound to heal, and not necessarily WWE's currently. Mm -hmm. um but either way man the whole thing sucks um i imagine doing this sort of podcast five minutes after like it's tough for us to talk about now i did this three days ago yeah five minutes after aew released the the graphic.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll tell people right now. Um, you know, if you're listening to this, you know, we've already said you should be listening to Final Wrestling Place, but um check out this week's, if nothing else. Tim, we you just, guys you guys did a a fantastic job. Yeah.
2: We were supposed to cover the worst year ever. <laughs> how apropos that yeah. like on the episode where we're gonna like be lighthearted and joke about how like wrestling was really shitty in 2020 <laughs> we actually have something really shitty to that talk that's about. the worst and it's like the worst and so to go from satire to to like serious and somber was a, a gear shift but i hope it was um i appreciate the kind words it was more it's it was just a genuine reaction from the two of us. Like Marcus, my podcast partner, best friend, brother, like he knew Brody. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and he's, he's in a super secret text chat with a lot of other people that you may see on television on Wednesdays and Thursdays or (laughs) Wednesdays and Fridays. That's when two Oh five live is right. Yes. Um, <laughs> Wednesdays and Fridays. Um, and like he could, he, he, he needed a minute. I understood, but it's, uh, it's just crazy. And I'm sure other people will talk about it too. I'm just, I'm really, if, if anything else, I'm just pleased with, the legacy that's being left behind.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. The, uh, <clears throat> first of all, obviously thoughts would go out to anybody affected, you know, by this. I know it's not just, uh, you know, direct family and, and people that are in AEW and have worked with <clears> them <throat> in, in the WWE, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, you know, uh, a lot of Binghamton friends I know, um, have, have, You know that whole area of of New York is is hurting today. Um, I've never worked a show with Brody Lee. I've known people who have. I've known people who have shared the rings uh, with with Brody Lee, um, formerly known as 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 Luke Harper. Um, Yeah, this one just hits so different for some reason, and I don't know. There's no rhyme or reason why I said before we went on the air. I uh, I'm never an emotional guy. I make jokes. Uh, about things inappropriately at times but that's how I cope with it and I just I I, it's one hits differently seeing uh you know Cole Cabana open tonight's show opening contest and just the emotion in him before he went and wrestled his match made me emotional which is a very very hard thing to do I I keep things uh very close to my chest but uh something just hit differently for some reason age maybe the unexpectedness of it but i think it should give everybody an appreciation for life and what they have um and i truthfully hope this this will end some of the war that we see regularly between fans of promotions um we've saw AEW guys retweeting the WWE graphic we've seen WWE kids and, and and wrestlers retweeting the AEW graphics, um, you know, calling him Brody Lee. Never called that in the W. There's not a war here. These are friends. These are um, brothers and sisters in a business. That the battle lines are drawn between marks like us, um, and and really that that should put into perspective what's really important and and what's not. Um, Two quick side notes. I'll try to keep it brief. If you've not seen um, Tim, you brought up Chikara. If you've not seen the Brody Lee, Claudio Castagnoli uh, cage match in Chikara, it might be one of Brody Lee's best wrestled matches in his entire career. Um, Tim, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you've seen it.
2: Yeah, I have. And just to double down on that, I think it's free. It's it's up long, online for free on youtube um i'm not sure if it's monetized by chikara but if it is screw them and go to independentwrestling.tv uh use the promo code at odds or mortis for five free days and you can cancel after that but brody has many matches on independentwrestling.tv including his run in chikara with the match we covered on um, Final Wrestling Place, with it's Brody's last match in Chikara um, against Eddie Kingston. So, and that's another big match. But back to your time.
3: I just I just pulled it up on on the YouTube. It doesn't look like it's monetized. I didn't get a an ad to start. So, um, it's a match that you should check out. Uh, it's 18 minutes long. But uh, as a wrestling fan, take the time. and and check that out Um, and just an offshoot. I was just always connected to the character. I I picked this up when he was Luke Harper in the Wyatt family, um, which was a a huge part of, I think my fandom of Bray Wyatt, but um, my very first combat zone wrestling DVD was the best of Brody Lee. Uh, It's one of the RF video compilations. Um, Some really, really cool matches that um, we went, to see later, you know, or you'd want to see, you know, later in his career, it's capped off by a CZW World Heavyweight Championship match between him and John Moxley. So um, where these guys are today, they've started years ago and, and planted these seeds of the characters that we see today, um, you know, so I guess, I guess my message is enjoy the day. Uh, there's not a war here and support independent wrestling and get to know these guys today, that are, that are going to be the stars of tomorrow?
4: For me, um, I was always kind of beating the drum of the technical wrestling skills of Luke Harper. Um, that's what really drew me to him when he was in the WWE. Um, I always said top five. I would say maybe even top three. Um, but, I mean, just listening to that sound clip of him talking about how it was more important for him to be a good father than anything else just is kind of what you can tell. Like, uh, and I mean, when people pass away, no one comes out and says bad things about them. If they don't have anything positive to say, they're just going to remain quiet. So the amount of people flooding the Twitter timeline with good things to say is just a testament of the man that he was behind the character that we all knew. Um, You know, I I remember when you got, I forget who exactly sent it to the group chat. It might've been you, Jim, but you know, when you sent that, I was just, I, I was at a loss for words just because, you know, this one stung. It was similar to like when we met Roddy and then lost him a few days later, like that just kind of out of nowhere thing for different reasons, but still it was one that hit me harder than than deaths in the wrestling business have, which is unfortunate. like we're, We've come, become numb to seeing some of these legends pass away just because it happens so frequently. So um, this one just is different because of the timeline of it. You know, it, it, you saw someone who had a ton of promise um, was starting to showcase what they could do, um, you know, getting that shot in AEW, a different shot. Not that he didn't get a shot in WWE. It's just kind of different. Um, and that also speaks to just the depth of him as a wrestler. Um, so it's, it's a big loss. Um, but I I think that both companies have done very well in their tributes. I did see the negative reactions, the not enough stuff. Um, and, and to that, I mean, it, it's WWE, I think. And I'm not one to shy away from criticism of WWE. I think at this point, it's them just not wanting to step on toes. This is AEW's loss. It's a wrestling loss first and foremost, but it's AEW's to kind of go with first. I think we might see more probably um, as the week progresses on SmackDown. We might see something else now that AEW has had their moment. But, um, I think it was handled very well by both companies and by everyone involved and to echo Tim's statement. I mean, the, the biggie stuff is just as a fan of the wrestler, like to, to hear the stories, it's just really awesome at this point.
1: Uh, if you haven't seen uh, the clip of, uh, Xavier and Kofi on raw talk this week, seek that out, um only a couple of minutes. It, it was on WWE social media Monday night. Um, yeah. And I, and I it was reported that, that they, um, they had recorded some, some things at, at the building on Monday. So I, I don't know if they're going to be used on SmackDown or, or at a later point. Um, but yeah, I do, I do think that it, that they were giving, uh, the, the, the first opportunity quote unquote, um, at, at, at the, uh, Memorial to AEW because you know I mean yeah it's a WWE loss it's a wrestling loss but first and foremost this is an AEW wrestler this is an AEW superstar um, so it's their loss first and and you know to 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 give them uh, you know and unfortunately it happened on the weekend um, and Monday Night Raw is the first wrestling show of the week and and I think they were um, they were in a position where nothing they were going to do was right and it's not that's not the def- me defending the wwe as i always do but i think if they if they would have done more there would have been criticism that they stole AEW a spot and unfortunately we saw you know with what they did um the yeah. the, the, the criticism was that uh, it wasn't enough but i i do i think that everybody has has really uh, for the most part uh we'll, we'll get to you know some of that because we are going to do a a quote-unquote normal show, an end-of-year show as we were planning. Um, But we'll get to to some of that. Uh, Intern Mark, I didn't mean to to steal your spot there, but uh, your thoughts.
5: Uh, You're all right. Um, Yeah, Brody Lee, I didn't, I knew of him, didn't necessarily follow him a whole lot um, on Independence. Certainly knew him and enjoyed him as Luke Harper in uh, WWE um, when he had the Intercontinental title. Run! I was really his work there. I thought was phenomenal, and I think he was two time IC champ if I remember correctly. Um,
1: Uh, One, I I think he was one time IC, two time uh, SmackDown tag, NXT tag. Okay.
5: Yeah, just but honestly, uh, a great breakout star with the Wyatts, Um, and uh, like you guys were saying, everything you read on Twitter or on social media about what a good person and what a family man he was. Um, just an absolute shame. Um, just a real quick story. Really, it's just such a minor story, but um, I guess it was a year or two ago up at Hershey Park, and my, one of my security friends let me know that Luke Harper was in the park that day with his son. So I wasn't necessarily going around trying to seek him out, but I was certainly hopeful I would run into him. And uh, sure enough, he was up there. He had tweeted out a photo maybe the next day of him and his son on, uh, I don't know if they're on a roller coaster or by a ride, but I thought that was pretty neat. Um, but yeah, just an absolute shame. When I first heard about, it, I was really hoping it was a mistake. Um, I don't think any of us realized he was sick or how severely ill he was. Um, but yeah, just a huge loss, not just to the wrestling world, but for his friends and family and certainly the kids, I can't even imagine just terrible.
1: Yeah. I think, I think that's what, um, That, that, that absolutely crushed me, uh, tonight was, um, you know, seeing his kids and, uh, it was, uh, it was Brody with the, with the dark order mask. Um, and then, uh, and then Nolan, um, I, 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 I can't even imagine what that's like to be his wife, Amanda and, 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 you know, the sons at this point. Um, you know, and you hear that clip and you hear what Moxley said tonight, um, and just how, you know, you know, we, we look at wrestling and, and we're fans and we get caught up in, in all of these moments and how, um, you know, a booking decision can, can anger us and how, uh, you know, a, a, somebody not getting a push, um, is, you know, it, it frustrating or you know th- this guy deserves better this girl deserves better and you know like like Moxley said tonight like I mean he loved wrestling but it was a job you know he loved being a, a dad that much more and and the, the the tributes and things that I've seen over the last couple of days it spoke so far beyond wrestling that um you know it just and and yeah, it it's just it's awful and and you know, I I think Matt you you said it best like it 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 feels like Eddie Guerrero, it feels like Owen Hart. Um because it's it's it is. It's 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 not it's not supposed to happen at 41 years old. Um you know, 2 months after the guy's wrestling some of his best matches. Um ever on TV. It's, it's not, you know, it's not supposed to be that way. When I saw the tweet from AEW, I, I had to, um, I had to like triple take cause I, I, I saw, I, you know, I, I saw the message and I was like, and I saw the picture on the, on the post and I was like, wait. Um, and then I had to like, make sure it was actually from it. Like the AEW account and even still for for a couple of minutes I, I I sat on it and I was like this this can't like I, 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 like it, it just can't be real <laughs> you know um because and and I started looking I was like, I, well I knew he hadn't been on TV and I and I thought I thought I had seen something about an ankle injury um and I was like, this doesn't it just didn't make sense. it just didn't make any sense and. Um, and, and I think that, that, that was, that was like the theme for the first, uh, you know, like 10 minutes or so. Yeah, Matt.
4: I just also wanted to say, um, you know, as we're wrapping up the, the thoughts on this, I, I, I have a huge tip of the cap, um, to all of the wrestlers who are like showing how you can support the family. Um, a big shout out to CM Punk for, you know, all mm-hmm. proceeds of the sales of his shirts, going towards the the family and everything i i, I love to see that the contract for his son
0: mm-hmm.
4: um, i thought that was a fantastic thing and so i i mean it just everyone in the wrestling community coming together to just honor someone like this it, it just it says a ton uh, and we've talked again and again about a good man as well as a good wrestler and that, that's just the testament to it because i mean it's Days later, and people are still just outpouring stories, support. Um, don't want to talk about any of the negative stuff because the positive stuff is just outshining yeah. that. I think it's awesome.
1: Um, I saw Mick Foley uh, also um, all of his sales on pro wrestling tees in January. Uh, all Brody Lee merchandise. Well, of course, now go to uh, his family collar and elbow. Uh, did a, a Brody Lee shirt EC three. Um, I think the guy that does his, a lot of his artwork, he released a shirt. So, so there's ones out there. Um, you know, there's
2: a lot, there's a lot more of things that will be left unsaid as far as the way things are being honored. Um, but, um, another thing is on Tony Shivani's podcast, um, tony and conrad are putting together a scholarship fund Mm. for in brody lee's name for aspiring wrestlers
1: that's awesome
2: those who want to be wrestlers and uh, are just not able to go to school um so it's i mean the legacy is uh far beyond so
1: um you know my my thoughts i'll i'll, I'll close with this and we'll, we'll go around if anybody has anything else to add um i think that the, the if, if we can take any lesson i and i'm you know i'm i'm just as guilty at times uh with with not necessarily the the war but just um you know and we've we've joked over the the six years of this uh Program about uh, trolling people and things like that, but but we've seen over the past few days, um, like Matt, like Matt or, or Ryan, or one of you guys said how AEW superstars are are retweeting WWE sentiments and vice versa. And earlier today, WWE superstars are encouraging people to tune into AEW Dynamite tonight. Um, the war is manufactured by us. We're trying, you know, we remember for those that that went through it, uh the Monday Night Wars and how awesome the Monday Night Wars were to uh have to be in front of your TV on a Monday night and have to previous channel, previous channel, TNT USA, TNT USA. Who's going to get my viewership? Um because it was, it was, it was one of the the coolest times to be a wrestling fan, maybe the coolest. Um, but we the the war now is manufactured. It's trying to capture a time that is never coming back. Um, and if we can take one lesson, I think from from this is, um, and it's something we've also said from various times over the years on this show. Enjoy what you enjoy. Like like what you like. If you don't like something, that's okay. You don't you know don't don't watch it or you know let let's maybe try to find if we're gonna watch something and we're gonna we're gonna uh, commit ourselves to to a product to to find things we enjoy. It, it's okay to not like something. It's okay to like something. It's okay to you know. It's. As we've seen, and and it is far too evident with this than it's been when uh, a, a legend passes it at at sixty five or, or or sixty. This guy forty one years old. I'm thirty five. That that's that's six years from now. You know what I mean? Like, in like enjoy what 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 you enjoy, and 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 maybe we can we can all re you know reclaim some some happiness and and into this community and and moxley said it tonight it's a community to come together and 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 maybe that's the lesson here um i I think that's that's an important thing is, is to remember that it's a community and we can enjoy it and be positive so so that that that's my thought I mean thoughts and prayers to to Brody and his family and and, and everybody that he touched um but uh just we we, we all can be better
3: take uh take pictures i saw lefisto tweet something i out saw of that that <clears throat> and that hit me uh real real hard i know we've all worked shows before um yeah i'm not uh i'm not gonna shy away from that i don't think anymore it was always uh you know especially as commentary i kind of felt like you know your role you're here to do your job sort of thing um
1: you don't want to be that
3: guy. I don't want to be that guy, right? But uh I I feel like I'm not gonna let those opportunities pass to um you know, and I'm not just talking about like the draw at an indie show. Take pictures with your friends. Let's all just be better people.
1: Um so yeah, uh R. I. P. Brody Lee, forty one years old. Um but uh, when you hear this, it's Thursday. When we're recording it, it's Wednesday. You know what that means. Recount Thursday is sponsored by Arena Eats. Log on to the website arenaeats.app. That's arenaeats.app for the ultimate fan experience. At your favorite sports venue, Arena Eats mobile app, pre order. Express pickup and in-seat delivery. How do you place your order?
0: The World Wrestling Federation. For over 50 years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. Oh, it's live, pal. We're really grab that you're our friend, and this is a friendship
1: that'll never
0: ever end. La, 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 la.
2: Everybody
1: three count, one two three. one, two, three. Or maybe The Rock has got to beat
0: Triple H himself, which means uh, he's got to beat the game uh, in the middle of the ring. Uh,
2: and he has a $2 for a wife. Uh.
0: too damn selfish and that's why you're sitting there with a bad leg and that's why i kicked
2: your leg out of your leg you guys talk about being students of the game i am the f-ing game jr three ain't enough now i need five welcome in jim ryan matt tim and intern mark
3: oh it. my goodness what do
1: we do? There's a one.
0: There's a two. Oh, Oh, wow. Well, you can take that brass ring and shove it up your ass.
1: 2020 is almost over, folks. Somehow we fucking made it. Somehow we are here. We are on the cusp. We are just hours away uh, from the end of this god awful fucking year. Just the worst. Uh, But there were some good things as well, and and we're going to hit on all of those. Uh, We are Three Count Thursday. You can go to the website, threecountthursday.com. Follow us on all of our social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, Also, uh, make sure you check out our merchandise over at whatamaneuver.net. Oh, Tim, you're still muted, guy. What a maneuver. I (laughs) mute my heart,
2: Mike. I don't (laughs) worry about the screen (laughs)
1: Thank you, Tim. You can check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash three count Thursday. Of course, our home network in GST Sports uh, Arena Eats is our sponsor. You can also hear us daily at leapsports.com. Ryan, that would be.
3: It's spelled L-E-E-I-B Sports.com.
1: That is the one. Make sure you subscribe to us on all of our podcast feeds. We are on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, uh Spotify, Amazon Music, basically. If there's a podcatcher out there, you can find us on it. And I challenge you to find one that you can't find our show on. And if you do, well, just tell me about it. I'll make sure we get on there. Are we on Sirius XM podcasts? Uh, I don't think we have that one. See, they, they had a hard negotiation. It was five more years of Howard 100 or Three Count Thursday. Unfortunately the king of all media decided to stick around for five more years. So maybe That's five right years right. from now we will get that uh, that illustrious spot. But uh, we're still working. We're still working at it. I only have a few things. Now, we're not going to do our full normal uh, weekly segment because I-, I didn't have things for tomorrow to cover. Uh, I didn't dig into too many things today, but I'll hit the birthdays. I'm going to uh, hit today, December 30th, as we're recording. Ray Phoenix was born in uh 1990 and PCO, or uh sorry yeah they were both born 1990 Pco 1990 uh as well sorry I've been drinking since five o'clock and uh on uh, December 31st when you will hear this uh Matt Cross was born 1980 Danny Birch 1981 and Katie Forbes uh was born also in 1990 uh is that the uh is that RVD's uh lady Katie Forbes Yes. Okay.
3: Okay. PCO was definitely born in 1967. Okay,
1: I then I definitely yeah, wrote it I down was, wrong. I was like 90 does not sound right for no him. Way. He's he, he was wrestling really in the 90s. So 67. That is my apologies.
3: He's 53.
1: Yes. Yeah, you know, math math is hard. Numbers are hard. It's all challenging. Um but uh Ryan, how you doing?
3: Whew. That uh, that opening was tougher to get through than I thought.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: It really was. I'm doing really good. I'm doing. I'm doing good.
1: Good, Tim. How you doing?
2: I'm good. Um, listening to the three-star general wax eloquently about Brody Lee.
1: Awesome, awesome, Matt. How you doing? Doing well.
4: Superman does good. <laughs> Got my IPA. You ain't egg.
2: never seen me and Superman in the same place?
4: Got my extra toasties. Oh, those Ooh. are so Either good. Snacking on the show, figured I would join in. But
1: <sighs> the only way to eat them. My God. The extra, extra toasties, toasties, toasties are where it's at, man. And uh, an intern Mark.
5: How you doing? Oh, hi, Mark. Well, hi, boys. I'm doing real good. We had a great Christmas. I'm ready for a new year, ready for some changes. And uh, I'm doing very, very well. Good, it's good. Good,
1: good. Yeah, I also, b- before I hit my broken skull, I hit this. Uh, it's from Aslan Beer Company. It's called the Wrap Around Eyes Double IPA. Actually brewed with grape juice. Ooh. Fucking delicious, boys. Fucking grape delicious. Juice. But now I'm on. I'm with Matt. I'm, I'm, I'm rocking one of these guys.
4: And Buck's. Just saying, ten bucks
1: for the can. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go. I'll go nine fifty on mine. Nine fifty.
4: Oh, you, you Price is Right son of a bitch. <laughs> Does
5: that include shipping?
1: Um. Well, I mean, it may get lost in the mail, but we're not sure. We'll we'll leave it at that. Uh. But I'm I'm drinking all of my brews tonight through my Empress of Tomorrow mug. Oh,
4: who got you that?
1: probably you i i will assume it's you because you asked I the question like
3: pint glasses came from matt one year yeah me,
4: yeah everyone got a pine glass the one year
1: yeah i i uh i don't i don't i don't use glasses too often because i i've just always i've i've always been a uh a, uh a, a a beer uh not snob what's what's the opposite of snob uh slob maybe um uh, and I've always just drank cheap-ass beers, so <laughs> I just drink them straight from the can. But I'm actually finding, as I've come into the IPA world, a much better beer, in gin. much better in the glass.
3: You are now drinking beer done right.
1: <laughs> I got to make sure I get that's, to that's... Palmyra for some of that pizza, though. I mean, it, it, you know, that's the best. It is the best pizza in the world. I which... thought they
5: were shut down.
1: Uh, <laughs> 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 no, no, not Lebanon. Oh, that's, not Lebanon. That's a...
3: That's another one I think. Yeah,
1: that's that's Lebanon PA. That's that's a whole that's a whole nother bag of tricks. Um so did you guys
3: get any uh, any Christmas presents relating to pro wrestling this year? Uh I actually did not.
1: I actually did not get any uh pro wrestling gifts this year. How about you guys?
5: Yeah. I did not either. Not yet anyway. Not yet. We didn't see everybody yet.
1: Mm. Tim, I
2: I should have stopped
1: watching impact or. Oh no. AW, man. Oh no.
2: I think they just retired the TNT title. Oh Jesus. And they gave it to Brody jr. Uh, and it made him champion for life.
1: Oh wow.
5: Well, isn't that? something?
3: <sighs> man,
5: that's um... during
3: the, uh, during the, during our segment, I, I flipped it on my phone and I saw the, uh, the red beard, uh, Come out in his sign.
0: Yeah, Oof.
3: yeah, that one. Yeah. Oh man. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I have a DVRing for sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it as soon as we're done recording here. But uh,
1: mm.
2: yeah, I got. I'm gonna watch it back too. But
3: that's the right thing to do. Yeah, I feel like I, AEW I think... has handled this flawlessly.
5: Yeah. 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 Agreed.
1: Yeah, I have. um, Yeah, I'm just looking down over Twitter. That that definitely looks like um, what they did. That's uh, that that that's Mm. pretty. That's pretty amazing.
2: Yeah, because Cody was the champ and he beat Brody. Mm.
1: Yeah, and that was what's what ended up being his uh, his last match.
2: All right, let's uh, change our list of best ofs for 2020 already, (laughs) real quick. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah,
1: because that's that's the segment we're going into. Um, yeah, and, uh, yeah, TNT champion for life. Uh, Tony Khan just gave him the title, um, man. Uh, so yeah, we're going to, (laughs) um, try to attempt to, uh, to do best and worst. And, and and Ryan, um, you, you had, you had uh, done kind of an addendum, uh, that instead of just best and worst, we're going to go with moment of the year and then best, and, and I was kind of going anything but a match, because we are going to do our, our top five matches of the year, as we've done every year. Uh, so, I mean, if, if you have a worst that's a match, I mean, you can throw that one in, because we don't do the worst matches. Um, And and the past five days aside, <laughs> you know, and I mean, it, I'm not going to fight you if you're going to put uh, the events of the past few days uh, or the last few minutes in um, moment best or what have you um, but uh, let, let's start with moment of the year and Ryan I'm going to kick it to you first because this was this was your uh, idea to to throw the moment into the mix so I will go to you first for moment of the year pro wrestling in 2020.
3: Yeah I, th- I, I like the idea of moment of the year because we're definitely going to talk matches later on and I feel like there's a big, big difference between professional wrestling matches that we are going to rank five through one, and then an overall best moment of the year that you are going to leave 2020 etched in your brain. Um, for this, and and it may have a little bit of stink of recency bias, but my best moment of the year is a moment that I immediately went to work and I talked to a ton of people about I shared with family members because it's something I've never seen in a professional wrestling ring ever. The moment of the year is the fiend getting lit on fire at TLC. It's something that I was able to take to people at work who are horror fans and say, dude, you need to check this out. This is something you've never seen before. First of all, it's a guy in a Tom Savini mask getting lit a flame doing stunts and then there's obviously the dummy right but that is a moment that i've never seen in professional wrestling it is the spectacle of the year in my opinion and that is my 2020 moment of the year tlc firefly inferno
1: um tim i'm going to go to you next sure because i i don't want to potentially steal yours so i will go to you next your moment of what the do year?
2: You think? No, now I want to know what you think I was going to
3: pick. Okay, Bret Hart.
1: <laughs> Wait, what did uh, Bret Hart do in twenty twenty?
3: Nothing. It was enough.
1: <laughs> oh, come on. Um, my my moment of the year, uh, was one that we were with you, Tim, and with Marcus in the year twenty twenty, uh, back when you could get together safely with uh with friends and or family or anything like that. Uh, and it goes back to the Royal rumble and it was the oh, moment. No, I
2: take it back. I take it back. He can't pick it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, it was edges return. Um, it, it was something that, you know, because I, I saw some of the potential leaks for Royal rumble. Uh, I think like they were, they were sh- like people from a hotel across the street. They had seen like Victoria's Titan Tron playing, uh, MVPs I think had played, um, there was no inkling that Edge was, was going to return. Uh, I think people have always, like, speculated, like, well, what if he could? What if he could? Um, and, and, and to hear that music, and honest to God, uh, being with you and with Marcus, like, guys that are, like, fucking huge Edge heads, to see you guys... I thought Marcus was literally going to jump through the, 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 the ceiling in, in his apartment. Um. And then, like you guys are literally crying, um, it was like it's an all time fucking moment. Like it, it is like, and and to go back and to watch that clip, and I and I you know I I compare it somewhat to like the Hardys at at WrestleMania uh, roller coaster when you know their music hits and the and the place just goes banana, and like that's exactly what happened. I've seen so many fan videos. From that moment, because everybody, you know, who's coming next, and then you hear the music, and it's just the camera just starts shaking because people are losing their goddamn minds. Um, you know, it, it was it was just awesome. Like it, it's it, and and I think because it was one of the the few moments we got this year when things were still normal, <laughs> uh, probably plays into it as well. But that that is my moment of uh of twenty twenty. So yes, Tim, I will now lend to you.
2: Uh, So for this is meant to be like the best moment of the year, or is this meant to be like most memorable moment of the year? Okay. I'll be positive. (laughs) Um, Moment of the year for me was the night that Becky Lynch relinquished the raw women's championship and took the mantle of mother um, the entire opening bit for that RAW, where uh, they open the money in the bank, only for the title to be inside the money in the bank. The you go be a warrior, and I'll be a mother, and the moment that was shared there um, was when you when you put real life in it. Like that's what that's what makes it. So, so good. Kind of like the edge return. Like there is real life element in that. and That's where I'll stand. Uh, Becky Lynch's pregnancy announcement.
1: Uh, In turn, Mark, what is your moment of 2020?
5: My moment of the year. You guys took my number one and number two. I was going to use. So (laughs) I uh, originally I was going to go with edge edges return. And I thought, okay. Jim took that, then I was going to go with Becky, and Tim took that. So uh, just to be different, I will say uh, Undertaker's actual retirement uh, from active wrestling in the ring. I don't know if we'll ever see him back in the ring, Uh, but that would probably be my moment. But really, I think think Edge's return at the Royal Rumble was the biggest moment. But just to be different, I'll go with the Undertaker's retirement.
1: Very good, and uh, and Matt, how about you? Yeah, and that was my third. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, um, I mean, the, the of twenty twenty, there weren't a ton of like great moments. Like, I think those are the top four anyway. That just kind of stick out as uh, as like really cool, shocking moments. Um, the sting coming to AEW would probably be the other honorable mention. But for me, I think it's just more so that we got wrestling in 2020 with everything that went on. Um, So the whole WrestleMania from home thing, I thought was just really well done. Um, So I'll go with that. Like we still got WrestleMania, despite everything wrestling fans could still like have some semblance of normalcy and say like, hey, WrestleMania is still happening. Um, So that, that would be mine.
1: Yeah, I like that. Um, and and then we're gonna go to best, and then we'll do worst. Uh, um, so like when I when I, like I said, I, I wasn't necessarily thinking match here. I don't I don't even necessarily like put it as moment. It can just be anything that that you think of from this year in wrestling that you're like, you know, like that's the best. And and I mean, mine's not gonna stray off of my moment. I'm gonna go the 2020 Royal Rumble pay per view as a whole, like. You know, we, we love – I mean, we we always love Royal Rumble season. It kicks off WrestleMania. There's always who's going to win, who's going to get the title shots, who's going to – who's going to return. You know, the, the, you know, we're always kind of taking odds on, uh, well, this person has, has been away for three months, or this guy's been out, or what legends are going to come back. Um, but, like, also at that show, we got some really good matches, including the Bray Wyatt-Daniel Bryan strap match. Uh, the Fiend, the, with, with The Fiend and Daniel Bryant, like, you know, and and we saw something different this year with with Brock Lesnar as champion starting the, the match, and just, there was so many great moments. I thought that uh, NXT superstars in the Royal Rumble match uh, held themselves really well. So, like, overall, I, I, I don't think Royal Rumble pay-per-views are always the best, anywhere near the best pay-per-views of the year, but... You, you go back and, and you can watch the, the the 2020 Royal Rumble and I feel like that that show as a whole was just so good and it, and it primed and, and it's a shame that you know two two and a half months later everything changed but I feel like it was it was really just setting up for what could have been such a cool year uh in WWE and and don't mean wrong they they, they adjusted and they did things as they had to but I would have loved to have seen what could have come out of the of the Royal Rumble um you know with with what they uh w- with what it looked like they were they were ready to do so for me my my best of 2020 was the with the Royal Rumble uh pay-per-view uh let's let's go back the other way Matt we'll start with you on this one
4: uh, for me, it's going to be storyline, and the, the storyline that intrigued me the most and was my favorite throughout all was the whole The Fiend-Alexa Bliss storyline. I think that captivated me more so than anything else in 2020 with wrestling. Um, that that one got me the the, the most, so I, that's, that's what I'm going to stick with.
2: Sweet. So we'll go to, uh, intern, Mark, uh, Mark, what is your best of 2020?
5: Well, I'll tell you what I, I'm going to, I had the Royal rumble has, uh, the best. It's already double, to uh, double up and triple up.
3: Yo, we can, we can double down.
5: Yeah. We're, we're,
2: we're practically high. Yeah,
5: well, at this point. yeah, I'll, I'll go with something different. I'll, I'll mix it up here. I, I think, uh, and I, I'm pretty sure this happened in 2020. It's sometimes these years run together, especially with everything that's going on, but Roman reigns uh heel turn uh completely heel turn in alignment with Paul Heyman. I know him with Heyman happened, not probably what the middle of the year, maybe, but mm-hmm. um, to me that really, I didn't think I'd ever really be interested in Roman reigns or any feuds that he was having or, but, they proved me wrong with his heel turn and uh, alignment with Heyman. Um, I am a fan of that, so I'm gonna put that as my moment.
2: Yeah, that was SummerSlam 2020, you know, never see it coming. Uh, that was the uh, Roman Reigns return while uh,
4: he's gone, like. Hats off to Jim for saying, "Oh, I'll pick second this one, and then first the next time."
3: <laughs> you know, he's he's <laughs> he, he's at the table there. He sure did.
4: He's
2: not bad. Um, so, uh, Ryan, he's what what is back. Ryan? What's your best of for twenty twenty?
3: I um, my best of twenty twenty, and I, and I thought long and hard. My best of twenty twenty has to be the revival of MVP and the Hurt Business as a whole, uh, and what that has done for the folks in the Hurt Business. MVP brought back at the Royal Rumble, had, I think, a send-off match then the next night on Raw, coming up short to Rey Mysterio, maybe, Um, in in a losing effort. I feel like that's who it was. It was the short one. Um, But, like, that was it. And then we saw him, like, a month later. He did, like, an MVP loungy sort of thing. And then I think he announced like a month later, like, hey, I'm back. And shortly after that, it was, you know, him and Bob and and the Hurt Business was in business. Um, I don't think anybody would think if you talked last year of like, hey, what could happen in 2020? No one would say MVP comes back and has the longest running faction on Raw in the year. And uh, and has as much of an impact as he had. So hats off to MVP.
1: Um, so did everybody you didn't, you didn't say that did everybody I, I would have if you had asked me no, <laughs> right, we didn't like, I feel
3: like we ask every year.
1: I don't think we do I don't think we do
3: I feel like we didn't ask specifically about MVP but I'm sure your answer had something to do last year about yeah, Kylie Ross. who's also wrong BTW
4: ask me who in 2021 is going to come back and have the longest
1: reigning title reign? Well we'll we'll no, get no 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 <laughs> we'll get to twenty twenty one stuff. We'll get to twenty twenty one stuff um here in uh in, in in just a little bit. Um but Man, I'm curious
4: Goldberg. who Goldberg <laughs> Thank God don't
3: oh, speak that God. into existence.
2: Um but my best of twenty twenty, um not to double down on anybody else's pick. Um, but I'm going to say the rise of. Actually, no, I'm changing it. I'm actually going something serious. Uh, Best of 2020 was uh, wrestling's big foray into the speaking out movement. Yes. Um. The self policing, the actual policing of some of the rotten underbelly. Of, of wrestling. Um, did we get all of them? No. Are we ever going to get all of them? No. But. Um, the light has been shown. That like. It's unfortunate that the bar was so low. That in order to be a great person in wrestling. You had to just not be a shitty person right in wrestling and now uh, I'll set for decency like you have to be decent and like yeah not people are calling spades spades nowadays uh, stuff's not flying uh statute of limitations like I think statute of limitations, is now over and done with because we just had this so everybody saw the bulletin board material. Don't be shitty and if you if you mess up now nope that's your card Take your yeah card. I,
1: I think that's I think that's the the the, the 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 great thing that that's come out of this I mean obviously the the uh, horrible things that that countless people in this industry had to endure is yeah. not okay. Mm-hmm. But um the fact that now that the, the veil's kind of been lifted, the curtain's been open whatever whatever cliche you want to put on it, the fact that you know if, if if people can now feel comfortable actually speaking up when something shitty is happening um you know that that is a good thing like if there's a chance, and like you said unfortunately it's it's you you're not gonna you're not gonna catch everybody. You're not going to change everybody. You're not going to get them all, but the fact that that the majority of this business, and that that's my hope. And I mean, you know, we're you know we all work with independent companies. Um, the fact that you know, if if we see something, if anybody sees something that's not okay, the idea that 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 you can actually bring it up now. Uh, feels like like a pretty good thing moving forward that that we can that that policing the business is okay that it's not this um this boys club that you can't that you can't break that that silent code or what, whatever you want you want to say like that you know that is something that is is such a huge thing not in in, in wrestling and and you know society there's been a societal change uh this year so so um. You know, kudos to twenty. You know, twenty twenty has given us a lot of shit. But if 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 a positive change can start to happen in in the wrestling business, that that's a good thing. Um, did everybody else get theirs? Yep. Okay.
2: I, I, I grabbed the flag when you left.
1: <laughs> My man. Uh, so let's go to the worst. And now again, you can for this one because obviously we're going to cover the best matches. We don't do a worst matches countdown. Um, because it would probably take us far too long to compile the list. Um, but let's let's cover the worst. So what is the yes, Tim? I got it. Tim, we'll we'll start with you then. What is the worst I'm, of 2020?
2: Everyone can just pile on this one because <laughs> I think this is a unanimous dunk show on the event known as Extreme Rules Horror Show. <laughs> Not only did we get Braun Strowman eaten by an alligator.
1: the alligator.
2: We saw somebody's eye get popped out. Kinda. Uh, you know, it fishing lure, eyeball, whatever. It was horrible. It was the height of the COVID era Uh theatrics and they finally realized that it was just whole thing that they
1: they jumped the shark just one too many times
2: they did it twice on the same night
1: (laughs) um my my wife who is is not a wrestling fan but will endure wrestling on on our main tv from time to time she is still making jokes about a man losing his eyeball
2: (laughs) yes it's horrible. Like
1: so, the lesson learned I... is WWE didn't. You did not gain uh, a a viewer because Rey Mysterio's eye got plucked from his AEW head.
2: is crushing in the ratings because of the Extreme Rules horror show. It's your fault.
1: Well, thanks, Jericho.
2: Yeah, that's the butterfly effect. All
0: right, oh. all, right all right, all right.
1: That hit the wrong one. Oh, <laughs> stupid idiot! <laughs> I I am one of those. Stupid idiot! I'm an idiot. Um, who wants to go next? Worst of uh, of 2020? Anybody? Anybody? Don't don't everybody jump at once. Ryan, go ahead.
3: I'll go later. Okay. I can well, go thank now. you. It
4: doesn't matter. I can, I, can go go. I can go now. I can go now. I'm yes, Matt. I mean, in a year where 2020 gave us the big show show. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm not going to say my other one just in case Ryan lists it, so come back to me and I'll say if Ryan did or not. But my worst moment of 2020 was the whole Money in the Bank men's briefcase debacle from start to finish, putting it on Otis.
1: And still going, by the way.
4: Right. And then for, you know, they're like, oh, well, we fucked up. Let's give it to the Miz. Okay, sure. Sure. Um, but then Miz just cash in, but not after the opponent that you want to face is like tired and beaten down and went through a group. No, do it before. Do it before the match. Insert and make it a triple threat because that will I don't know, make you look better. But then sure. you lose, so you look
1: worse anyway. It but he got it back. Mess. Yeah, and it's still a mess. Right, it's still a mess. I mean. Am I happy that Miz got it back sure? Am I still pissed at the terrible way they've handled this this year? 100%. Like they're
4: they're just like making it up as they go, which is fine cuz it's pro wrestling and you can. Sure. It's like uh, why? Like why <laughs> any of this? Right. Like it's a shame that Otis didn't just come down <laughs> and, like when uh when Becky gave Oscar the belt in the briefcase Because she's pregnant Maybe Otis gives his to the Miss And says oh I have a food baby Because it couldn't be any fucking worse Than what actually happened ah, Oh
1: yes <laughs> Tim
2: yes. not, to, not to jump off And, and to, yuck, to yum on everybody's yuck Right now But I'm seeing sources From multiple places The TNT title is being Retired Okay. So it's it, it, it looks that's cool. like that, that yeah, and, that's and that super, that's good. I actually that's, that's super there's confirmation. like I'm I got it from a source who probably got it from a source on high.
1: Yeah, and that that's um, that's cool. Like that's that is super cool. Like you know, you can you can create a new mid card title. You can you can do something.
2: You can just call it the T V title.
1: Sure, yeah. Or, just just, yeah, do just do it or or you know, Make MJF defend that ring and do the ring for six months, and then make a new title. I don't care. But that's, <laughs> but no, 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 don't do that. Right? Do the ring. Don't um, the ring. Well, that would give us the worst of 2021 if they do that. Uh, I'll take but, it. But uh, no, that's cool. That is uh, that's super awesome that they're doing that. Uh, All
3: right. I, I think I'm ready to go now. Okay, go go ahead. Go ahead. What, what was what was named already? I just want to refresh my memory.
1: So Matt had the, the Money in the Bank, Money in the Bank, and, and Tim, you had uh, Extreme Rules Extreme horror, horror show. Horror
3: show. I wish you two were both right, but you are both wrong. The worst of the year is Keith Lee's new theme music. <laughs> Move on.
1: <laughs> well, his new, his old new theme music, his old new theme, music. right? Because he has new new Correct. theme music Which that still is still
3: actually- isn't great. But it's, it's, good. it's good. It's good. It's good. It's not it in N- a bad spot.
1: It's not NXT good. No, but it's it's better it's than the. You great though. It's but. better than rock song number seven.
3: I. It was not good. It was not good. No, that's not. That's <laughs> obviously not the uh, the actual worst of the year. The worst of 2020, and it's cliche to say it's going to be COVID 19. Uh, that is the worst thing that's happened to professional wrestling in a long, long time. I am. Sitting here tonight, so glad that it looks like wrestling was able to weather the storm that COVID-19 delivered to us. Um, Unfortunately for COVID, uh, because of COVID-19, this is kind of my worst A, um, would be the unprecedented 20 plus layoffs that we saw from the WWE being future endeavored, plus the layoffs of the folks that that I believe were brought back for the most part, um, producers, things of that nature, um, it has totally shuttered the live experience that is professional wrestling. So uh, I, I don't think it was necessarily a given that pro wrestling would come out on the other side unscathed, and and it seems like it seems like wrestling will will come out and will be all right. Oh man, that looks delicious. That
1: actually does look. Absolutely delicious. What is that one?
3: It's
2: Gangrel's Blood.
4: <laughs> That's what it is. I'll take this it. It's the electric rainbow fruited sour.
1: Mm. Mm. That, it's, uh,
2: it's the Fangin' and Bangin' exclusive.
1: Uh, intern Mark, let's go to you next uh, with your worst of 2020.
5: Dude, uh, was Keith Lee's new ring attire taken?
1: Uh, ring attire? No, that has not been taken.
5: That was theme music. Okay. Um, Actually, I had th- his theme music and his ring attire down there as a joke because it was it was pretty bad. Um, I think the worst thing WWE did in 2020 is the – well, they started out strong, and in my opinion, they just completely botched it and dropped the ball or gave up the whole uh, retribution angle. I just, I think it's horrendous. They lost any kind of momentum they had. Um, Martinez went back to NXT. I have no interest in that angle at all. They're very good wrestlers all individually or as yeah. a team, but under the, those new, uh, new names and the attire, not, yeah, not a fan. Not
1: yeah. a fan at all. It's, uh, it's <laughs> not great. <laughs> yeah, um,
5: it's... It, It started out with a lot of promise, and they just just dropped the ball. In my opinion,
1: yeah, it 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 didn't uh, it did definitely did not uh, did not go well.
3: All right,
1: what's that, Tim? I can't read it.
3: We can't read that.
2: Tony Khan just said on the Dynamite post show that the TNT title has been retired. So now it's it's officially come from on top. Awesome and Brody J- Brody Jr. is officially being recognized as the final champion.
1: Damn, that is awesome. Uh, between that and and giving him a a contract uh, for his that uh, it, it goes
2: it goes back to what I said with like best of the year, the bar for being great right, right. was don't be a piece of shit
1: right yeah and, like
2: Tony Khan like. Right now, even though we had hyperbole like a month ago, where like the, what was it? The landscape of wrestling or yeah something yep, yep. ridiculously asinine for nothing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, we can, we can dunk, we can dunk on, on, on Tony and, and AEW for, for certain things. You
2: cannot say In the- a bad no. thing about Tony Khan in this situation
1: in in the last in the last five days they have done everything correct Mm -hmm. y'all ever
2: seen have y'all seen semi-pro
3: yeah
1: yeah i think i have yeah
3: such a great film
2: aew and tony khan right now are the flint tropics after (laughs) inventing the alley oop yeah they're just everything is going up and they're just yamming it yeah like all this all day mm-hmm. everything
1: it's spectacular uh i just you know former guest of the show friend of the show especially to you tim my uh, uh facebook post from from bryce uh remsberg uh when filling out your 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 booker of the year ballots don't forget uh minus one just under in under 2020 under the wire families aren't blood Normalize telling your friends you love them thanks for sharing this with us kiss your homies uh yeah i mean it's it's you know that that's kind of a great message to to learn is is you know take the moments tell the people um so for
3: quick just to piggyback on that jim sure um kevin owens uh, 22 minutes ago that was wonderful uh big e 25 minutes ago what a wonderful tribute show these are again wwe contracted professional wrestlers Tweeting about a competitor's show, not watching a right. WWE-owned product tonight. The war is dead. There was never right. a war. There was never one. Love one another. I love that. Bryce ended with that. Let's let's normalize that. Um, yeah. Wow. Wow.
2: I spoke too soon. Yes, it's just that version of the TNT title.
1: Okay, so they're going to create T- a a new TNT version. The
2: TNT title is going to there's a new okay. title that's coming. That makes and sense. The that... last the last person to hold that version is Brody Junior. Is Brody
1: Junior. Perfect. Perfect. Even
2: so, that still leaps and bounds better than anything else.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. No, that 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 is spectacular. So, um. I'm going to round out the the worst of the year, Uh, and then then we'll take our break and we'll cover matches and and some predictions for 2021. Um, But I had something written down when I came up with this topic, and it was the WWE draft. Because I feel like the WWE made so many mistakes in the WWE draft. They broke up tag teams, they broke up trios,
2: and they did it like two weeks before the one pay per view where everybody's brand a, loyalty right. matters. Yep. Yeah, it, it, it,
1: and and everything that that is kind of making no sense, or they're trying to make sense of now, is all because of what they did with the draft. Like they, you literally like it, this isn't you know the the Detroit Lions making a a last minute trade on draft day to throw Mel Kuiper's predictions into a tailspin. You're literally writing this shit and you fuck it up. <laughs> you know what I like? Okay. So you break up the two conics. Fine. Why? Well, because reportedly Peyton Royce is going to have a singles run. Here we are two months later and she's in a team with Lacey Evans, who's a great single star. What? Why? You break up the New Day. Okay, so now Big E has the Intercontinental title. So it looks like it may be starting to make sense. But for a month and a half, it didn't make sense. Like so many things coming out of that draft made no sense. But that's not my worst of 2020. Because since Saturday night, something that we've kind of talked about over the years on this show and on on Twitter.
3: Get on that soapbox
1: fucking wrestling journalism go fuck yourself and i'm looking directly at bruce mitchell and the pw torch because this motherfucker goes ahead and writes a goddamn article that is that makes some of the most horrendous accusations about what happened to to brody lee and then when you are, you are dunked on by the man's fucking family. You have the option to go. I screwed up. I said things in an opinion piece because let's be honest, it was an editorial. Editorials are an opinion piece, so you can you can you can say things. But if you get called out, if your bluff gets called, you have the option to go. My bad. I shouldn't have done that. I apologize to the family. I apologize to AEW. This motherfucker has the balls to go, uh-uh, no way. This is why I did it, blah, blah, blah. So then he gets fucking fu- 30 years at PW Torch, motherfucker gets fired. And instead of now taking the L, because PW Torch gave a half-assed apology, they're still not out of the shitbox in my opinion. But they fired Bruce Mitchell. And instead of, of really taking the L... Mitchell doubles down and gets it put up on some, you know, nickel and dime Reddit forum, and explains why he's still justified that it's there. Fuck you, and 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 it's not just Bruce Mitchell. Like there, there are people defending Bruce Mitchell under the guise of free speech and 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 all of this. Fuck you. It was a baseless claim that is accusing a man's family who is grieving his fucking loss. Of hiding it because we are in a pandemic. Yeah, we're on a motherfucking pandemic, man. We know the situation. Like, who's is that Bruce Mitchell? Wow, that motherfucker's squirrelier than I thought.
3: Yep, go ahead, take a look at it, Jimmy's He's looking right Jesus at me. Jesus.
1: Wow. Fuck you, Bruce Mitchell. Fuck anyone that defends him.
2: I have the right thing to say to Bruce Mitchell. And that would be. I hope your flight's delayed. <laughs> Hold on, let me bring it back up here. Yeah,
1: yeah, get that get that picture back up. You got to tell it straight to his face. Uh, what you want to say? But it, and it's not, you know, and and wrestling journalism as a whole, like quote unquote journalism because there's so many like shitty dirt sheets and and people that 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 just do things in scummy ways. Be better in general moving forward, but Tim, go ahead. Ryan's got the picture back up, Mister Mister Mitchell.
3: Hello there, Tim. I don't fucking know why I gave him that link. I
2: have no. I love it. Keep going. (laughs) Hello there. Uh, I have uh, one thing and only one thing to say to you. I hope your flight gets delayed.
1: (laughs) But but seriously, um, stop. Like just. just fucking be better stop being an asshole like don't be a piece of shit it goes like to what don't be a piece of shit like if if you if you if you give an opinion if you give an opinion and you get called out just just take the L man take the fucking L don't double and don't double triple and quadruple down on a fucking terrible thing like it's fucking horrible what that asshole said and the that accusations dumb. that he made like and if you're defending him under such like like I, I saw I saw a Twitter account that it's another wrestling podcast and I'm not going to name him here because I don't even want to give him the fucking time of day. But these motherfuckers are standing there trying to compare it to some like fucking millennial wokeism that we're calling out some motherfucker like saying that it's a free speech issue. Nobody's saying that he can't say it. We're calling out the fact that it's a it's a fucking shitty, stupid, asshole thing to say and do. He can say it all he wants, but I have the same goddamn right to call that motherfucker an asshole because he's an asshole for making those accusations against Brody Lee's family and AEW. So, Jim, how do you feel about it?
3: Jim has just used up all of our fucks and assholes for an entire show. We're, there's none left, guys. We, we, can't,
1: not, we, we can't use any more. Anymore. We, um, officially, we
2: officially, for the rest of 2020, have no fucks left to give. We, we're, none, we're
1: out. none. They're all out. We're um fresh out. So, wrestling journalism. I have not
3: seen anybody that hot since I saw JD from New York watch Raw. <laughs> or also,
1: fuck, fuck JD from New York. <laughs> But uh so my worst and it and it came in at the eleventh hour is wrestling journalism. But it is it it is and was the absolute worst uh of, of twenty twenty. So let's uh let's pause here. Let's go to our sponsor, let's hear from the arena eats, let's hear from our home network and GSC sports on the other side. We're gonna talk our best matches of twenty twenty and things we may look forward to in twenty twenty one. Stick with us, three count Thursday How do you place your order? You're listening to NGSC Sports Radio. Hear us live on NGSCSports.com where you can get awesome analysis on all things sports. Or check out our podcasts on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and much more. For our latest videos, subscribe to NGSC Sports' YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at NGSC Sports and like us on Facebook. NGSC Sports. We never stop. Welcome back. Three Counts Thursday. We are closing out the year that was in 2020. And uh, we are going to uh, take a look back at our... Uh, as we do every year, as we close out the uh, the calendar year, we look back at our matches of the year, our top matches of the year, and then we're going to do something a little bit different this year. We're going to make some predictions for what we think could happen uh, in 2021. So...
3: Um, the the list. These are our, our, our top matches, as in like th- the best matches in the world.
1: Though you could be, it could be the said
3: best in the world. No, for it, this year, it could be said.
1: So, it could be said that they are the best it in the world. Could be.
3: Okay, I'm just wondering
2: if it, it could be said that. Look, all right. I'll here. Can can I'll. You know what? If we um, can get a gentleman's. No, listen, listen. We're,
1: we're gonna listen. We're gonna listen.
2: If we can get a gentleman's agreement that in 2021 Shane McMahon we we can get a new meme I will say it for the last time in
3: 2020 wait we would get a new what I'm sorry a new meme Wait, I I was busy saying Shane McMahon what a new meme if we can get a new meme in
2: 2021 the best in the world
3: I said Shane McMahon and we're talking I,
0: did... Shane McMahon!
3: I cut you off I'm sorry <laughs> I didn't hear you sorry sorry myself. I I didn't mean to do it. I meant it. I meant it 100%. (laughs) It slips right out of my tongue. It's all of the water that I've been drinking has an adverse effect
4: on me. Um, Here, Here is my motion, and majority can rule on this vote. In 2021, if Ryan or Jim say the name of the person that they love to say, it doesn't count.
1: I vote nay on that.
3: That's why I said majority rule.
1: (laughs) Ryan, vote?
3: Oh, that's obviously a nay.
1: Tim?
2: Nay. (laughs) I don't know what's been (laughs) said over the last five minutes because I quit the podcast and I'm back.
4: I said that in 2021, if Ryan or Jim say that name, then it doesn't result. If you, me, or Mark would say it, then that's one thing, but... These two set themselves up. I will not say it. Right. So that's why it's So exactly are you a
1: are you, are you a yay or a nay vote? For what? That if if, if Ryan eye. if Ryan or I would say that name moving forward in twenty twenty one that I'm not allowed to play the clip. Correct, yes. So you're a you're a yay. So it's Yes, two, no it's, more. It's two and two. Intern mark. Intern mark, you are you are the Oh hi, Mark. You're the you're the tie-breaking vote. Are you a yay to only you or Tim or Matt can summon the 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 great Greg Hamilton, or can anybody summon the great ha- Greg Hamilton?
5: Boy, I'll tell you, I think it's part of the the podcast charm that anybody can summon him.
1: So, so you're um, are you a nay vote?
5: The nays win. I, I'm gonna have to throw down the nay. And I'm sorry if that upsets anybody. Here we go. Money talk.
3: Here Why are you even saying that? No <laughs> one's talking <started> about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's
5: just a clip, man. That's just a clip. That's
3: a clip. Just a clip.
5: <laughs> it's not the clip. I'm gonna clip. block it. I'm gonna block it. And make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> just you take a walk
2: for about two minutes. You guys think about what you just did for 2021. (laughs) And I'll be back for my pick number five. Y'all can sit here and y'all can stew. Y'all can stew in your filth. You poop mouths. When you poop in your mouth, you poop mouth. You're going to sit here and you're going to say this. You're going to make
4: this. It's
1: hard enough. (laughs) We broke Tim. We broke him.
4: I'm walking. Here's why it doesn't make sense. Like, Like, Ryan clearly just says it for the sake of saying it. Like, if it it could come organically.
3: uh, It wouldn't come organically today. It should. If it didn't come over Raw Underground, which should have fucking been listed as one of the bad things, by the way. Come in my face.
4: You could have said it. You took the cop-out answer and said, ooh, COVID-19.
3: I took the answer that that the (laughs) WWE senselessly (laughs) fired multiple people during a pandemic, not the cop-out I answer of COVID-19. I said Stan McMahon.
4: Well, I can't do it again. You can only play it once. You only do it once. I mean, there, there are rules oh, so to this. Oh, okay. So now all of a sudden we don't play the Here Comes the Money clip? Oh, I mean, I can do that again.
0: Yeah. Here comes the,
4: the money. You. Here I we go. Money. Money. Here comes he the money.
1: money. Money, Here's
3: all I want. Saying. I want Tim to come back and put his earbuds in. You blew it. And just at that moment, Jim, You're just play it again. Sure,
1: I just, I, I, I don't even need to finish it, right? I can just start it. You can just start it. Just to get the or reaction. just want to
3: see his eye twitch, and then you can turn <laughs> it right off. Just so his, his, his
1: head actually explodes. Poor Tim. Yeah. He's I, upset.
3: He seems hot. Yeah, he just went to pee. Yeah, it's,
1: it's okay. We've been here a little while. Ryan, been... I,
3: I hope the contract
4: you signed with Kate was like him actually like taking your full the game. best
1: in the world okay the no 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 no. No. Tim, no no I stopped. <laughs> I stopped
3: that was a joke it was a joke
1: He's we're done. kidding we're joking a joke. we're j- we're joking He's it's done. over it's over
3: we know you took it out it's over put it back in it's over he Hear you it's, uh, it's put over it back in. it's over put me.
1: it put, put it back and in hear a, you it's over
3: that was about the reaction I thought he would have.
1: That's about what we expected.
3: <laughs> we, we, you gonna cue it up again? No, dumb. Oh, no, no, no. He might It act- Would be on brand. It would be. Brand for Ryan. It would be.
1: If you had the, if you had the board, you would do I it. I
3: would just play it all the time.
1: Next time the lights are coming off, and
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know what happens then?
1: We, we. we ooh. Uh, oh my!
4: <laughs> Come in my face.
1: Uh uh-huh. <laughs> Okay.
4: Uh, I, thought, I thought we were going to get the. Oh, uh, uh, my clip there.
1: Uh, well, yeah, I mean, that one's there. So, that one's... My. Oh, my. Unless <laughs> we forget.
3: Marcus. Marcus. Down for... Wait, I, I,
1: I am proud of the board. I'm, I'm not going to lie.
4: So, who survived the Whammy this year besides me? Besides the... Marcus.
1: No, did Marcus make it? Nice. Well done, Marcus. Okay. Um let's uh let let's get to our uh top five matches of the year. There's obviously a countdown that, that we always do. Um before we actually start with number five. Anybody have any anybody have any honorable mentions that didn't quite make their uh their, their, their top five list? Yes, Matt?
4: I mean we all have honorable mentions. Don't we want to do those last? in case uh, any of the honorable mentions. Get fair,
1: fair. I, I like that. So, Matt, let's actually start with you. What is your number five uh, match of 2020?
4: My number five match, um, and I kind of felt cheap saying this because it should be a good match, but it was um, what someone chose as the moment of the year or something, best of the year, but it was the the 2020 Men's Royal Rumble. Um I thought that had so much in it. Um, I liked the winner. I liked, for all intents and purposes, the Brock uh, domination. I liked the Keith Lee spot. I liked Edge's return. I thought that that whole Rumble match was just fantastic. So that was my number five.
1: Uh, very good. Intern Mark, what is your number five match of 2020? You no, know,
5: when I had the uh, Royal Rumble men's match listed as well. And I think a lot of times the Royal rumble kind of gets missed on uh year end because it happens so early in the year and people forget that it's an, it is an actual match. You know, there's 30 competitors, but, um, yeah, edges return and, uh, Lesnar's domination. I thought that was a very good, very good match.
1: I'll be honest. It was one of my honorable mentions. um, and yeah, it. I, I've watched. I, there's not many Royal Rumble matches I've watched multiple times. This is one of them. I've watched it multiple times. Uh, Tim, what is your number five match of 2020?
2: My number five match is a, a match from Raw Underground. It's Riddick Moss versus Titus O'Neil.
1: Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> um. And <laughs> Ryan, you you look like you're just you're just giggling. <laughs> Ryan, number
3: five. <laughs> my number five. My number five match had a great tagline to it, which is what I appreciate about professional wrestling. <laughs> my number five match was from uh, WWE Battleground. It was titled the Greatest Wrestling Match Ever. Um who to think in 2020 I'd be talking about Edge and Randy Orton as a match that I actually enjoyed. Edge Edge that ran it about that ran about forty five minutes. I thought it was a uh, a wrestling masterpiece, a good long, well timed match. So uh, that is my answer. Would be the the Edge, uh, Randy Orton match from Battleground.
1: Tim, are you are you uh, sticking with your your original answer? That wasn't that wasn't be, you were Oh, being... y'all
2: are getting what y'all get. <laughs>
1: oh, fair
3: enough.
2: Y'all, I wanted y'all think y'all think just. <laughs> Y'all think just summoning the devil whenever the fuck y'all want is just gonna be okay with me. I mean, is it <laughs> Y'all is about it, to get five motherfucking <laughs> raw underground matches as the
3: best of twenty twenty. Look at that, and I could have brought his name up during Tim's pick. Shane it, McMahon, I, I don't I care. Rush Go ahead. It. That's my fault. Here
0: comes the money. I'm dead. Here, here comes the money. Money,
1: money, money.
3: Is it is my it a great Hamilton
2: thing or is my it a Kane
3: McMahon thing?
2: My tenth best match <laughs> of 2020 <laughs> was the Best Friends versus Proud and Powerful, the parking lot brawl on dynamite.
1: Good one. That is a good one. Um, <laughs> my uh, my number five is uh, is the Elite defeating the Inner Circle at the Stadium Stampede. At uh, double or nothing back in May, that was my uh, that was my number five match of uh, of the year twenty twenty. Uh, I will kick off our number four round, uh, and I will go with the undisputed era defeating Team McAfee at uh, in a War Games match at NXT Takeover War Games uh, just this month in December. I, I you know. It could be partially recency biased, but I you know, that match was absolute fucking brilliance. And uh Pat Mac Pat McAfee for NXT champion in twenty twenty one. Uh Tim, your number nine match and number my, four?
2: My number four match is Shayna Baszler versus three women in Raw Underground. Um, but uh my number four my number nine excuse me is hangman adam page versus kenny
3: omega at full gear
1: that's a good one that's a good one uh ryan you're number four
3: both solid choices um that 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 shana baszler match made my honorable mentions for sure um uh, NXT War Games actually did make my honorable mentions, Jim, so I won't repeat that later. i crossed it right off my list. My number four match was AEW's first step into cinematic matches and the stadium stampede match. I thought uh, it was a lot of fun. I loved the particularly um, Hardy switching between different versions of himself in a pool. Um, a match that has uh, drinking horses and super kicks is right up my alley. So number four.
1: Perfect. Uh, in turn Mark, your number 4 match of
5: 2020. I have uh Sasha Banks in against Bailey in the that was the Hell in the Cell I believe it was.
1: It was. Four. Uh and then Matt, your number 4 match of the year.
4: Um I actually had the the Bayley and Sasha match in my honorable mention, so I will cross that one off. Um, let me make the the scratching sounds that ryan felt the need to do
3: <laughs> i mean have pen i have a pen and i scratched it i did right.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and for me my number four was uh osprey versus takashi at wrestle kingdom 14 simpler times back then wait what's what's where a wrestle kingdom i have no idea 2020 those were those were strange times right where people were like going places and not wearing masks and things were okay in the world
1: wild times man wild times and you're just making shit up wrestle kingdom i don't even know what the fuck that is um no that's uh that that was a solid match as well uh so let's uh let's start the round of of three and we'll we'll kick it right back and go back in reverse order again matt uh what is your number three match of 2020
4: my number three match was actually the one you just listed, Jim. It was the uh, Undisputed Era versus Team McAfee at War Games. Thought that was a phenomenal match. Um, I feel like someone on this podcast just said Pat McAfee doesn't belong in a wrestling ring. So um, fake news. Kudos to that person for apologizing. I guess um, they have been wrong before, but I thought that the War Games wrong, sir! Were a lot more than the. Uh, in the actual singles match as well And all was said and done.
1: Uh intern Mark, your number three match of twenty twenty.
5: Number three. Let me see here. I had of the uh that parking lot uh, or the stadium brawl the uh with Jericho you guys mentioned it last round um <laughs> I had that as number three. I thought that was uh I thought it was very entertaining. I liked it a lot
1: at uh, number three. Very good. The uh, stadium stampede. Um, stadium stampede. That's what it was
5: called. Yeah. Oh
1: man, I just saw a commercial because I have the the Florida Oklahoma game on, and I saw a commercial for Sonic, and it made it reminded me that all the Sonics in Lancaster County are closed now. Uh, which yep. is like I never went to them, or very rarely went to them, but like their commercials <laughs> always look delicious. Uh, Ryan, your number three match of the year.
3: I feel like we'll still get the commercials. You should be all right.
1: Yeah, but I, I mean, if I actually would would want to go now, I don't have the option, and that hurts. Yeah,
5: I get it. The burgers yeah. were okay. You, you know, I you just deleted my Sonic app. Yeah, <laughs> was, was I
1: would. I wasn't gonna go. I wasn't.
4: <laughs> there was one like across the street from where the KPW used to run, and you never yeah. went there.
1: Well, because Ryan wanted to go to Red, like what? Well, well, we as a collective went to the Red Robin. Did the Red Robin, which oh, delicious yum. burgers and uh and then Ryan occasionally would want to go to friendlies and blow out his o ring.
2: Excuse me, I have 3 more raw underground matches to talk about. Can we keep going, please?
3: It was the coleslaw. <laughs> we'll
1: get we'll, we'll go back to you, Tim.
3: It's such an odd flavor to want to end on so sorry. Uh we have uh we have NXT uh WWE NXT UK from October the 29th. It is the NXT UK Championship between Walter and Ilya Dragunov. Um, uh, I'm sorry, Jim, your boy, Dave Meltzer, gave us a five-star match for... um,
5: I have no idea who that is.
3: The guy that you often tweet about. (laughs) Um, I think it's an absolute must-watch match. It was entertaining, I think, for... Is that the
1: tag match you were telling me about?
3: No, no, that that was that was an older one that was that was back in January, okay, years ago, two years ago, you haven't watched yet. (laughs) Um, I think it was entertaining enough for sports entertainment fans to really enjoy it, but wrestling purists to enjoy it well. Uh, for for Meltzer to give it as what he gave, and then like Cornette to praise this match too, it's uh, it's a must watch.
1: But the real question is, was it wrestling done right, Ryan? It was, bro. Wow, that's impressive. Not many matches can do that, especially in under the veil of the WWE. So, Tim, uh, your number three and number eight matches of the year.
2: Uh, so my number eight match of the year is Io Shirai versus Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley at NXT in your house. Um, but my number three match of the year is uh, Kevin Owens versus Aleister Black from Raw Underground.
3: I love all of this. <laughs> it
1: was such a good match. Um, my number three takes us back to my uh, best of the year, uh, the the 2020 Royal Rumble, uh, but it was The Fiend defeating Daniel Bryan to retain the Universal title in a strap match uh, at that pay-per-view because uh, it really kind of caught me off guard. I did not expect... I think Daniel Bryan took... It was like 32... Um, uh, hits from the strap. And it just, the the fact that they actually did a strap match and they didn't like bitch out on it, uh, really kind of caught me off guard. Uh, so, so kudos to Daniel Bryan and the fiend, uh, for that one. So I will kick off the round of two. Um, this is one that, um, I think Mark had already mentioned and Matt, I think you had it in your honorable mentions, it takes us to the Hell in a Cell show in uh, October, Sasha Banks defeating Bailey uh, for the SmackDown Women's Title. Um, you know, I, I I do I still wish that that story would have been told longer. I think you could have played that story out till Rumble or Mania, but uh, it gave us a fantastic Hell in a Cell match um, that that those two absolutely. Um, and they, they they improvised when some things didn't work out well um, as they were trying to set it up. Just a well-executed match. And I absolutely loved it. So, Tim, we will go to you for your number two and your number seven matches of the year. Uh,
2: so, my number seven match, uh, really nice. Uh, Finn Balor versus Kyle O'Reilly at TakeOver 30. Um, but my number two match of the entire year of 2020. Uh, is Dolph Ziggler versus Arturo Ruas from Raw Underground.
1: That's an all-time classic. I don't care who you are. Uh, If Uncle Dave doesn't like that, he can stick it up his ass. Uh, Ryan, you're number two.
3: That's the guy I was talking about last time. Oh,
1: okay. Sorry. Yeah, I I didn't know who who this Meltzer character is, but Uncle Uncle Dave, Dave, yeah, absolutely the worst.
3: Yeah, my my number two match uh, came from WWE's WrestleMania, the 36th installation of it uh it would be the boneyard match between aj styles and the undertaker this was our first cinematic match of 2020 and um wow what a what a job well done couldn't think of a better way for the undertaker to end his career and then have to go and do it again at that other show but uh what a great way to end (laughs) take
1: um intern mark you're uh Your, your number two
5: match my number two i actually have the same number two as uh Smokey. i have the, the yard match um just being the first cinematic match and undertaker's final match i i think it deserves number two spot for 2020
1: matt how about you number two
4: uh, for me, it was Page and Omega versus the Young Bucks at AEW Revolution. Um, I thought that was kind of like the tag team wrestling match of the year for me. So, um, yeah, that was it.
1: All right. Um, and, uh, Matt, we'll go back to you. Let's let's start the round of one. Our top match of uh, the year 2020. Matt, what is your number one match in pro wrestling this year?
4: I'm going back again to simpler times, January of 2020 um, at Wrestle Kingdom 14, and that was Okada versus Ibushi. Um, I remember watching that early on, thinking that it would be tough for any match to top that throughout the year, and it, I think it just
5: held up throughout.
1: Uh, intern Mark, your number one match of 2020.
5: My number one match happened recently. It was the uh, the Men's War Games in NXT. I uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. And uh, it's been a long time since I really, really enjoyed a match to that level. And so I'm going to go with the men's war games.
1: Oh, very good. Men's war games number one. Uh, Ryan, your number one match of 2020. There's,
3: there's a lot of stress here because I, I, f- I worry that Tim will also have the same number one match as me. Uh, in, in this round, so... Uh, Ain't a chance, bud. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I have match number two is my number one. Uh, Kenny Omega and Adam Page versus the Young Bucks back in February at AEW Revolution. Um, this is Jim. It's Uncle Dave's only six-star match of of 2020. Who? His highest-rated match in over two years. You have to go back to... Uh,
0: Who the hell is this? 2018
3: to um to get a, a match ranked higher than that I think it's uh the best tag team match of all year bar none it might be the best tag team match I've seen in a, in a long long time I'd have to think real hard to find a better tag team match um I thought it was great storytelling something that uh even new fans could pick up right away and and really get into the match um it was over 30 minutes uh plus all the super kicks why, why what's not to love
1: uh, and, Tim, your number one and number six matches so my, of the year.
2: My number six match is actually uh, from Raw Underground. It's uh versus oh Braun Strowman. So good. Yes. Um, but my number one, and I said this as soon as the match happened, that there is no match that has or ever will be as great as this match. It is my new favorite match of all time. I'll stand by it. It is Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso. Hell in a cell. (laughs) Uh,
1: (laughs) That that is a great match. Uh, My number one is uh, multiple uh, people's number two match, and that is the Boneyard match, the Undertaker defeating... Uh, AJ Styles uh, at WrestleMania, and it just what when when they said a boneyard match, what the fuck is a boneyard match? And it didn't deliver. It over delivered. Um, you know, and, and and it kicked off the cinematic matches that that were the story for for the next couple of months, uh, both in WWE and in AEW. Um, but it was it was perfection, and and. Um what what a way for for the Undertaker um to to have his last victory uh in in the the World Wrestling Federation entertainment just perfect absolutely perfect. Um so let's go around. Uh obviously the the honorable mentions. Uh I'll give one of mine here. Um and this isn't just because of the events of the last couple of days. This has been on my list since the since the match happened on May 23rd uh Moxley defeating Brody Lee. Uh, to retain the AEW championship a double or nothing. Um that match was spectacular. Those two guys absolutely went for it. Um, you know, I I actually had had kind of put my my top five and honorable mentions together last week. So um, you know, what's happened over the last few days didn't have an impact uh on on mine. So that that's one of my honorable mentions. We'll go around so I don't I don't necessarily take Uh, Anybody else is Ryan. Do you have any honorable mentions?
3: Um, The only other one I had listed down was Tyler Bate versus Jordan Devlin uh, at NXT UK takeover back in January 12th. Um, Again, when everything was new all over again.
1: Tim, did you have any?
2: Um, I had the one time that uh, Shane McMahon fist bumped uh, DeAndre the Giant at the door of Raw Underground.
3: Good moment. That was moment of the year, really. <laughs> no, that was actually. An- oh my god!
2: They they faced off and they they punched oh, each other in the fist. That is a match, and um, that's a match.
5: Wow, Mark, do you have any hey, honorable mentions? Boy, I don't know if I can top that, but uh, my honor, my honorable mention was uh, Jay Uso and Roman Reigns, the I Quit match. Um, yeah. Told a great story, and uh, the story's still going on.
1: So, I mean, I am shocked that wasn't Matt's uh, number one. To be honest, um, Matt, do you have any honorable mentions?
4: <laughs> I mean, it was one of my honorable mentions, as I stated, or or you saw the the pen? Did you not hear the pen scratch? I, I did hear the pen he scratch. It. it off. Okay. The pen
1: scratched.
4: <laughs> yeah, both both the uh, that and the uh, Sasha Bailey Helena cell were on my honorable mention, and then the uh, Firefly Funhouse match it was also an honorable mention for me um, I thought that was probably my favorite cinematic match of the year um, <laughs> and that, that would work if I'd like did any theatrics if <laughs> wow. I didn't so um, movie is a shit movie
5: oh, oh, <laughs> oh,
1: oh no oh no wow Um, I, I had the Firefly Funhouse on mine. If, if we had collectively voted to do a cinematic and a, uh, and a regular match, uh, countdown, uh, that would have been, that would have been my number two, but that was on my honorable mentions. And my other one, uh, was Deanna Perrazzo defeating Jordan Grace for the knockout championship at Slammiversary, uh, in July. Um, two people that we have seen over the years on the independents, uh, and they were given the spot on that show and they absolutely killed it. So, (laughs) I had uh, Diana and uh, and Jordan Grace uh, on that one uh, as an honorable mention. So those are our top matches. And and obviously, as you're listening to this, if you want to uh, hit us up on social media and give us your match of the year, <laughs> we would appreciate that uh, as well. If you're not watching the video uh, for this, then then you're just absolutely making mistakes. Um, I, I had I had plenty of others. I think I had had something like 22 matches. Uh, that I had put down, uh, that I had to pick from for the year. I, I know. You really Sha- put
4: twenty two matches down. Uh,
1: I don't. Let me let me actually count them really quick because it may <laughs> have been twenty two. So I had I had the four honorable mentions. I had the five. So let me go here. There's nineteen. So uh, so close so close to actually hitting uh, actually hitting twenty two, um, but th- this was a topic that. Um, on, on my, my sports show huddle up podcast, my brother had thrown out uh, a few weeks back in November. He'd say, what are, what are some like, I, some scenarios that are like crazy, but could actually happen. Um, still. So it wasn't like something that like the New York jets could get the number one seed in the AFC playoffs. Like it had to be something that could realistically happen. So I decided to kind of take that idea and morph it into two separate things as we look ahead to the year 2021. So, I want to do a round of what is a wild prediction for 2021 that actually could happen. That we think, yeah, it's it's out there. It's it's it's, you know, but it it there's there's a realistic albeit very small chance that it could happen. And then there's something that is just Throw it at the fucking wall. There's no chance, zero percent chance, uh that this could actually happen.
0: Zero point zero.
1: But let's uh let's have a little fun uh with it as we look ahead uh in the calendar. So let's just start with things that could actually happen. Like I I will kick it off. Um and it you you know, if you if you listen to oral sessions with Renee Young, which depending on the guest, I actually enjoy the podcast. Um, I've listened to the uh, Maurice episode, the Moxley episode, and the CM Punk episode. Um, My wild prediction for 2021 that actually I think could happen, CM Punk returns at the Royal Rumble and then becomes WWE champion at WrestleMania 37, wherever it might be. It could still be in Hollywood, probably going to be in Tampa. We don't know. But uh, CM Punk is your Royal Rumble and WWE champion uh, at WrestleMania 37. So, uh, who wants to who wants to uh, go next year, Tim? So, my prediction is
2: that WrestleMania 37 will be held in front of a live audience at Tropicana Field. And it will be comprised of thirteen raw underground style matches.
3: Yes, the buy rate will be astronomical.
1: Huge.
2: The main event. Huge. The main event of WrestleMania will be Conor McGregor versus Shane McMahon.
3: I'd watch.
0: Here comes the money.
3: Here we go. Money talk. You can't kill what's already dead. Buddy. I'm already dead. <laughs> this is a, this is a fun podcast. I oh.
1: love this. I love this so much,
3: <laughs> Tim. I love I love you so much, Tim.
1: I, I, we're gonna I, we're gonna Tim.
3: normalize loving each other, mm-hmm. genders excluded. I love you. Tim. I'm a sausage yep. guy. Oh come on! <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: um ryan uh let's go to you next a a wild prediction for 2021 that could actually happen
3: (laughs) i can't wait to hear what tim's that couldn't happen uh, what that's gonna sound like um my wild prediction that i think will happen and uh i did a little bit of looking into this i believe daniel bryan's contract runs out in 2021 i believe uh, we could see daniel bryan being an AEW world champion by the end of
1: 2021. Ooh, that's spicy. Um, I like it though. I like the idea. I like to see, see where it could go. Uh, intern Mark, what is a wild prediction that could happen in 2021?
5: Well, I had uh CM Punk listed, but I'll, since that was taken, I'll go with, uh, Goldberg becoming WWE champion.
1: I didn't say an obvious thing that was going to happen in 2021, Mark. I said a wild prediction.
5: Uh, yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope that doesn't come true.
1: God, I hope not. I hope not, but I'm a scared. I'm not going to lie. I'm a scared that it's going to happen. And uh, I feel like Matt's just sitting over there ready to say, you asked for this.
4: You did. You fucking did. Poor Matt. You have no one to blame but yourselves, you and Ryan. It's on the two of you. Here's what's going to happen. Goldberg's going to come back and win the Royal Rumble, number one contender. He's going to have a spear versus spear match at WrestleMania where we see 28, let's say 28, spears in the span of like four and a half minutes. And Goldberg's going to hoist the title. And then at SummerSlam is the... Thing that might happen Is we're going to see Goldberg Versus Shane McMahon And that would definitely serve The both of you right Well, well what's going to
2: happen Following up on that <laughs> um, Shane McMahon will actually be in Goldberg's corner for oh, the match God. at WrestleMania To, oh, counter,
1: oh, to counteract
2: God. the Paul Heyman Outside interference um, And then Shane will actually Turn on Goldberg leading into that That was strangely season. arousing to allow for that to happen, and yeah, then of course, and then of course, Shane McMahon would beat Goldberg. Come in my face with a jackhammer of all things
4: um, to Jim, win. Jim plays these sound clips like it's a joke, but you were so pissed when Shane beat Miz <laughs> at WrestleMania.
1: I was so pissed. pissed. <laughs> I absolutely was pissed.
4: And that served you right too. <laughs>
2: Shane McMahon uh, will be the Universal Champion.
1: God, well, that's I, not even. That's God, not I even hope my, so because that means there's going to be even a,
2: my 0.0. That's not because
1: because that's going to be that's going to be a new baseball jersey, and you could damn well be sure that that's Matt's Christmas present next year. Uh,
4: I have a new fireplace.
1: <laughs> I Matt, I I still have failing to see your Very your nice. framed. Shane McMahon jersey. Are you just making sure that you get the right framing and shadow boxing done? Yeah. You're it's you're you're looking for the perfect combination.
4: A sense on
1: that. <laughs> uh Matt, what is your uh wild prediction that could actually happen in 2021?
4: I thought that's what we just did.
1: Oh, you were you were actually <laughs> being for real?
4: <laughs> that could actually – Would you be surprised if Shane McMahon won any sort of title? I, From Goldberg.
1: I mean, at this point, no. I, I thought you were just being funny, just building off of Mark. Is that your? Was that actually your
4: answer? Yeah, that was my. That could happen. All
1: right. Well, let's uh, let's start it off um, then with you on the on the other way. What is a wild prediction for 2021 that actually has no chance of happening?
4: So the no chance of happening match is the Undertaker comes out of retirement and puts young Buck Shane McMahon over this time because the the last WrestleMania match, he just wasn't feeling satisfied with. He needs that to happen again, and this time they wrestle in a casket match, but Vince is already in the casket. (laughs) 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 That's my 0.0
1: match. Very, uh, very good. Let's put the exclamation on that one. Zero
0: point zero.
1: Uh, in turn, Mark, what is your wild prediction that has no chance of uh, coming true in 2021?
5: I'd say uh, a rematch between Goldberg and Undertaker from that super showdown in Saudi Arabia.
1: Oh, you had to bring that up, didn't you?
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: zero point zero
1: uh tim tim i'm I'm afraid to ask this question what is your zero chance uh wild prediction for 2021
2: well anything i was going to say about raw underground can't make this um because that's 100 percent going to happen (laughs) but um my 0.0 is actually that world wrestling entertainment will be sold outright to the walt disney corporation
0: oh zero point zero
1: damn uh ryan your no chance match or or situation of 2021
3: my uh absolute no chance situation is that santa claus will win our christmas poll (laughs) <laughs> zero percent chance zero that's
0: not happening point zero
2: do we get any findings on that
1: um the, I the voting like seven days left right? the voting is still open it closes next thursday at uh at noon eastern time because i figured let's run this thing till we actually are live again and uh, we will get the results uh, on air next week when we are back live for. I'm first... gonna go
2: ahead and I'm gonna say this right now: people are voting for the artists instead of the songs.
1: Yeah, I make your pitch, man. You you that. got an opportunity. There's seven days left. Make your pitch. No,
2: because you can't vote twice. So I'm already screwed because people don't read.
4: I'll say this: two people out of five are just clearly begging for votes on social
3: media too i will do that
1: obviously yeah i mean
2: i'm not begging for nothing i know i'm letting the I'm strength not, of my schedule like i, I know that i a didn't beg
3: have, it was fact
4: i didn't it's, it's a clear beg when you post it on your own wall and you're like well clearly i won <laughs> clearly
2: i did i don't think i had the
4: best draft
3: i hate for I people to have the to share three-count Thursday last. stuff on their own wall. i like <laughs> not a, last. hate to We're, see it.
4: Okay. There's no reason that Mark should have won the Halloween candy one, and we all know that. But he shared it on his own wall, and people voted <laughs> for it. He got, him got the roots vote. What
1: do you say? And and the others came out
5: for me. They love Halloween. They Mark, the, the bar strangers.
4: hasn't existed since, like, 1988. <laughs> How the fuck are you picking the Wonka Bar? Wrong, <laughs> wow. sir.
5: Wrong. Wrong, mister. Wrong.
4: <laughs> you took, you had the first overall pick. You go to Hershey Park like 26 times in a day, and you took the whatchamacallit with the first. Holy pick. Jesus.
0: What is that? What the fuck is that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. Again, uh, tinyurl.com slash 3CT Christmas Music Draft, I believe. Go to our fucking social media. I can't I remember. I've been in the bag for hours, sister. folks. Are you serious? I appreciate
3: that. That's 100% right. serious. I appreciate that.
1: But uh, yeah. right, Santa no, but- Claus started
2: strong, but he actually legitimately voted for Dominic the Christmas Donkey as a song on his list, and that should, by all accounts... Disqualify
3: Santa Claus.
5: Uh oh, in the
3: li- being There's a poor no chance it. he wins. He can even rope in all of his elves. And it's not going to happen.
5: Santa's going <laughs> to take it.
2: Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen, and Rudolph could all stomp on the vote button with all <laughs> of their nine times four hooves.
1: Dude, my God, I am, I am loving watching Florida just get absolutely mud stomped. In this cotton, ball. fifty-five to thirteen, and there's still plenty of game left.
2: You know, those are like, children you're watching. They're not even you know, professional athletes. it's really, it's really <laughs> bad. It's really horrible that you're I'm, you're you're just laughing at the pain of of young children. I'll
1: uh, I'll leave my who negativity. Aren't
2: even, who aren't even going to be good enough to be pros. Oh
3: Jesus, Tim, they get compensated <laughs> appropriately.
1: Um, I will go to my. Uh-huh.
3: That wasn't my real choice. So that's, that's a clear reflection of how
4: Tim feels about independent wrestling.
3: Oh
1: snap! Different. It's different.
3: <laughs> they get paid at least.
4: They, well, they do. You well, college athletes well, don't get paid. Okay, not legally. <laughs> <laughs> as much as Zach got
3: paid in college,
1: <laughs> Ryan, what's your what's your actual okay. answer?
3: My actual, uh, and it's very unfortunate. I believe that Vince McMahon has. Zero vision for this. I believe there is zero chance that Keith Lee wears championship gold in twenty twenty one. It is zero. I, just, I don't point zero. They have nothing for him, and it's a goddamn shame.
1: Uh yeah. I I, I feel like you are, uh, but but th- that you said that has no chance of it. Okay, I see. Yeah, no I, chance in hell. Yeah, that's unfortunately I can see that uh, coming true. Uh, I will go with mine, that, uh, that the uh, mortician, Mark Calloway, will make his All Elite Wrestling debut, and he has a match with Sting for a loser-breaks-their-hip first match at All Out in August of 2021. That is my... Uh,
0: you had made Mark leave. Look that, at you. Zero <laughs> point zero.
1: That is my uh, my prediction that has no chance of uh, of happening next year. Um, See, the Mortician
4: would be more of an impact zone appearance, I would say. Than what
1: would be I his think? name in AEW?
4: I don't know.
3: That's tough.
4: Like, you couldn't go, you couldn't go. Impact. Impact's always been like that. What's what's Bork Laser doing in the impact <laughs> zone?
1: Like, you couldn't, you couldn't go with mean Mark, because that's obviously a WC, and you couldn't go angry Mark, because obviously that's uh trademark to under the mat radio. So, really? so, uh, I mean, uh, frustrated Mark, um, uh, disgruntled Mark. I, I think you get I, I
2: think you get if it happens it's a version of the American Badass. So it'll be something like the Hell Rider.
1: Ooh. Something like that. Ooh, that just sounds terrible.
3: I'm assuming oh. WWE owns the trademarks to the dead man.
1: I would imagine. Uh,
2: I'm sure they own Dead Man, American Badass, Big Evil, Red Devil uh booger red uh the phenom uh what else they call the the conscience like they have
3: what i could see i could see aw trying to skirt around it and be like the dead man like, like dead th- three man separate so words space. and then just call him the dead man mark calloway
1: I could see that. I could see that. I, I don't think he shows up there. I, I if if he didn't go to WCW in in the nineties when they probably were offering him quite the penny to and uh to head over Mark, there.
2: Mean Mark McCool is going to show up.
1: Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mean McCool, just Mean McCool. Um,
3: maybe he does like what Rusev does and like come over in like a Gucci shirt. And just uh, plays video games or some shit. Come in my face!
1: If if that happens, I'll wear a fucking dress on the show. He's the dead
3: man.
2: <laughs> you all heard him, Mark.
1: Um. All right. That. Quite frankly, uh, I, I have nothing else. Um. You know. Let Let's maybe throw out some closing thoughts on on the year that was, uh, in twenty twenty. If anybody wants to wants to jump us off, uh, feel free to volunteer. Uh, Otherwise, I I will take it first. Anybody want to go first?
3: I'll get it out of the way. Um, I cannot wait to give 2020 its future endeavor slip here in a day and a half or whatever it is. And um, I want it to be known. My New Year's resolution is to go one month without saying his name. I'm going to do it for you guys. It
1: will be
3: one month. That's my New wow. Year's resolution to you guys, because I love you.
1: I'm Ryan, I'm proud of you if you could make it, you know, you you quit smoking. I know intern mark still calls you smoky, but I'm I'm proud of you for, for, some for, reason. for, for taking this. Um <laughs> <laughs> But uh anybody anybody else got anything to leave the year that was? Uh visit the Instagram page. We just
4: announced our twenty 2020- twenty Woman of the Year, Amherst Blair. Um, we did not, I, I did not um, like post as often as I usually do. 2020 was just kind of a strange year, but I've already talked to the first 12 women that we have set to feature in 2021. They all gave their stamp of approval. So we do have three months worth of Women of the Week set up for 2021. That will start on January the 3rd. Um, So in the meantime, make sure you go and give a like to our 2020 woman of the year. We made a donation in her honor. Um, Second place finisher was Amber Rodriguez. Donation was made in honor of her as well as the charity of her choosing. So we look forward to doing that again in 2021. But just make sure you're following at Recount Thursday on Instagram and then follow every single person that we feature on there because they're all awesome
5: people.
1: Uh, In turn, Mark, do you have anything to add to close up 2020?
5: Well, I'll tell you what, I just discovered, I have this device, it's called a Superbox. So if, if anybody's interested, you go on eBay, you can find it. And basically, if you have internet, you can get the uh, television for free. I just realized that the AEW pay-per-views are on here for free. So that's exciting. You can watch the old AEW pay-per-view. So uh, there's a little tidbit of information. Um, everybody have a very happy and, more importantly, a safe new year. I look forward to seeing everybody in 2021.
1: Very good. Tim, you have anything to close up the year that was?
5: Um, I want to give a shout-out
2: to Mark for not knowing what pirating is.
5: Is. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> if you couldn't buy on eBay, it was illegal.
2: Yes, you can. <laughs> I bet if I search sharp sure enough, I could find a kidney.
5: Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's called a super box. It's
2: fantastic. Yeah, look, don't don't plug it anymore. We're gonna get pulled. We're gonna, yeah,
1: we're gonna get popped. <laughs>
2: Don't tell me how to spell it either. I don't need to know. At NotTheToolMan across all platforms. Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, uh, Twitch.tv forward slash NotTheToolMan. Um, uh, but uh, what's eating up all of my time instead of... Aside from this podcast, uh, Final Wrestling Place drops Mondays at midnight. Um, on your pod catcher of choice, um, based on twi- Twitter, it's at Final Place pod. Um, We start... 2021, um, with the end of season 14, we are doing the live, uh, joint watch along. I'm going to make my way down to Pennsylvania and, uh, sit with my boy and, uh, everything is down. Stop. Uh, everything is down. I'm hanging out with my boy, Marcus. We're going to have some pizza. We're going to have some, uh, Confederate champagne. Uh, the Coca-Cola classic. We're going to watch <laughs> the blackest moment in SmackDown history, uh, the wedding of Teddy Long and Crystal Marshall. Uh, if you haven't watched it, I'd suggest you go and do so. Um, it's it's an amazing sight. Um, it's so much fun. And uh, and uh, that is, uh,
1: that's all I got. Um, I'm going to close it with this. I, I, I said it last week. Um, but I'm, I'm going to reiterate it. Um, and, and, and based on the, the events of the last couple of days, um, I think it's important to say, uh, I love you guys. Uh, this year has been terrible. <laughs> um, you know, I, I've been out of work since, uh, the last day of March was the last day I worked at my job, a job I've been at for 16 years. Um, God willing, I'll be back sometime in in twenty twenty one. But this show became more important to me um, with the, with the exception of like my family. I, obviously, my wife, my dog, and my family. Um, th- this this became uh, one of the most important things in my entire life in this year. This gave me something to look forward to. This gave me a purpose. This gave me uh, an outlet to, um, quite frankly, figure out what fucking day of the week it is <laughs> uh, in this year. Um, so I can't thank the, the four of you enough. I can't thank the, the listeners of this show enough um, and everybody that, that, that supported us for the last six plus years um, for the independent companies that we work for. Uh, And hopefully we'll get to work for it again uh, in 2021. Um, So I close 2020 with a fuck you 2020, but a thank you to you guys. And a thank you to the Three Count Thursday audience. And quite frankly, a thank you to professional wrestling. Because when everything else went away, pro wrestling was still there like it's been for me since I was four years old. And I I, I can't thank it and I can't thank you enough. Uh, So threecountthursday.com and gsesports.com. But seriously, thank you all. And we will be back live next week. And we're going to be live through 2021 as we continue to be. Uh, And hopefully at some point in the in. 2021 the five of us can get together not on zoom but in a real place break bread together drink beers together watch wrestling together as it used to be uh in in the past but again thank you all for all your support through 2020 and uh we will talk to you again uh in 2021 stay safe take care everybody and uh go for the pin